Welcome to the Real Facts on Real Estate podcast, presented by Sean Patrick Maloney. In this series, we educate real estate agents on how to find success in the industry and grow their wealth to six-figure commissions and beyond. Now here's your host, Sean Maloney. Welcome to episode 165, Guiding Your Clients to the Perfect Price. I'm your host, Sean Patrick Maloney. Thanks for joining me this week. This week, I'm going to talk to you about the all-important subject of pricing a home correctly. As a real estate agent and professional, it's our job to make sure when we're putting properties on the market that they're going on for the right price, that we're not messing up and causing people more chaos by being a lack of professionalism or by being uneducated about the marketplace. As a realtor, it's your job to help clients understand pricing, whether it be the risk of overpricing or the risks of underpricing, we need to explain it all, and we need to explain it all thoroughly. If you're not ready to do that, this podcast episode is going to let you make it to the next steps to make sure when you run into this situation, you're ready to do what it takes to make sure you get the listing, but also do you get it at the right price. Because remember, letting the client set the price is called buying the listing. Doing this can ruin your reputation and lower your list price to sale price ratio, which makes you look like a bad agent. Let's talk about that. Let's start right there. List price versus sale price ratios. Did you know we're just like baseball players, basketball stars, football players, where they keep stats on us, right? The MLS system, different real estate organizations, best of, all these different things. They're keeping stats on us. And one of the most important ones for sellers is if you list the house, what do you usually sell it at? Now, if you usually list a house at a million dollars and you usually sell it at 900000 you have a 90% list to sale price ratio. Now, if you list the house at the same million dollars and you sell it for a million one hundred thousand dollars, you have a hundred and ten percent list price to sale price ratio. Now you can see why math matters, right? It's one thing to tell people you're going to get them a price; it's another thing to get people that price. You want to stand behind your numbers. You really want to feel confident that you're able to sell that home and that you're able to provide the service. Because if you're not, you're not ready to take the listing. Remember, the client ultimately does set the price. But we have decisions to make. Are we going to actually take that listing or not? So when we go into these scenarios, it's not a bad idea to say one of three things is going to come out of today. You're going to decide I'm the right fit for you and we're going to work together. You're going to decide I'm not the right fit for you and we're not going to work together. You're going to decide I'm the right fit for you, but I'm going to decide I can't help you because the price doesn't match with what I think it can do. And I'm going to let you go so you can find somebody else who can help you. It's not that I don't want to work with you. It's just that that number I can't represent. When we put it in those types of terms, when we explain it to the client that way, we're no longer saying things like, oh, yeah, I got this. And then you failed. We're saying to them, hey, you know, if it doesn't work out over there, come back to us. We can definitely list it at this price. But by turning this down, we're showing confidence in our professionalism. Now, I know if it's on the fringe, you think you can get a price break, you might want to sign their contract. Well, if you're going to sign the contract and you're going to sign an overpriced contract, in the contract, list in where the price is going to come down. List in in 30 days. If it's not sold, then the price is going to be this. Because otherwise, you might be barking up the wrong tree. You might think, okay, well, I'm going to take the seller on and I'll take the listing on. And then I'll convince them of the price break later on when they see how the market goes. Remember, you met with them and told them you could get them that money. They do not want to take $10,000 off the price. They're not going to take $10,000 off the price because you told them, you looked at them in the eye, you signed a contract with them, you told them houses are selling like crazy. It's a seller's market. We got this. Let's put it on. 
and then you missed your mark. So guess what? You're going to get fired, and the next guy or gal is going to get the advantage of what you worked on, which is letting them know it's not worth that amount of money. So this means the next agent's going to get the price break. Jokingly speaking, a lot of agents say, sometimes I prefer to be the second agent because at least then I'm working with a client that's willing to listen to the professional. Guys, the reason people all feel this way is because we're really not that professional as a group. I'm not saying me, but I'm saying as a group, real estate agents, whew, there's a lack of professionalism, right? People that don't answer phones, people that don't take training, people that send in offers without actual signatures on them, people who do all sorts of crazy things because they're in a rush and they lack professionalism. Taking everything to the next level as an agent is how you get better at guiding people to prices because you realize I'm a professional. I know the price. I know how this works. I'm going to show you the comps. If the person says, well, you showed me the comps, but I think it's worth more, say, where are you pulling this information from? Make them show their data. Show them that it's not my opinion. This isn't my opinion. This is what the market says. Of course, it's our opinion of value because it's a comparative market analysis. But that said, what other data, like what other comps are you seeing that justify the price that you're saying? And remember, it's both up and down, right? In a seller's market, it's tempting to price at the absolute top, right? But if you price at the top, remember, there's something called an appraisal. So education is key. Make sure your clients understand the appraisal. While not all offers are subject to one, what happens if the appraisal comes in and misses and the person didn't give you over asking? They may walk away, right? Because they feel like they overpaid. Whereas if you had underpriced and they bid and say, let's do this math. Let's say you offered the house up for 100 and they went uh, 110 and they won and they went 10 over and the appraisal misses, they might feel okay because they had three or four other buyers that they outbid. But if there was no other buyers, they just paid you full price, they offered you 100 and the appraisal comes in at 90000 $10,000 off, same $10,000 off. But guess what? They feel like you overpriced it. You duped them into the wrong price. We always want to think about how to correctly price it so that all scenarios lead to this home closing. We want to get them the most money possible. We want to get the most eyeballs on it, and we want to choose the right price. Being a great real estate agent takes having great training. It takes constantly training and learning as the industry goes. Learning what a suitable housing clause is and a home sale contingency. Learning all contingencies. Learning how to write creative offers. And that takes being at a creative brokerage. If you're looking for a new brokerage to join or you're just looking to transfer your business to a new brokerage, reach out to us over here at Movementum Realty. We're always hiring move mentors, which is what we call our agents because we believe that they're both a mentor and a guide in the process of buying, selling, and owning real estate. Thank you guys so much for listening to today's version of Real Facts on Real Estate. Make sure to jump over to our website, realfactsonrealestate.com, where you can find our blog, our newsletter, the podcast, and just more great free information about learning how to make more money in real estate and find success. Thanks again and have a great week.